Hello, hello, Power Bankers. I'm your host, Jacqueline Swilly, and you're listening to Power Banking, the podcast for women leaders in male-dominated industries. Hello, hello, Power Bankers. How's it going? Well, listen, I have been hydrating, just trying to do as much as I can to drink really good water. And I posted something on Twitter asking for healthy smoothie recipes. And you all came through with really tons of smoothies that didn't have a lot of sugar. So I appreciate that. And keep the healthy stuff coming because the more and more I realize how deeply in the the weeds I am with the work that I do I realize how important it is for me to take care of my body so I want to share with you all a message I received from a woman who attended a private session Uh, it was actually a group session on negotiation and The message caught me off guard and it took me a few days to process, actually a couple of weeks. And now that I've processed it, I have some notes, lessons that I've learned from what this person shared with me. Her message started off uh, with the subject line, I didn't like you based on the way you walked in the room. So I didn't know if it was a joke. Sometimes I'll see an email with a weird headline and I just delete it. I don't read it. For some reason, I read this email. Well, it goes on and I'm just going to summarize here. It goes on to say that when I walked into the building, I walked in and she felt like the way I walked in was very cocky. And so not that it matters, but for context, that day I had on a pair of jeans, heels, like my regular new pumps that I wear. If you've been to one of my presentations, you probably see me wear these pair of new pumps because it's one of my favorites and just a a regular um, overcoat. And my hair was regular, you know, just blow dried and straight. No makeup, um, probably some lip gloss because as you know, I don't wear a lot of makeup. So I was thinking like, what did I do to make her think that I was cocky about the way that I walked in? So I continued to read and she says, when you came in, you greeted everyone you know, the arrogance, I could feel it. So at this point, I have received several emails that were off the chain where I wanted to clap back on somebody. So I was like, am I going to finish reading this or am I going to delete it? Good thing I kept reading it. She was like, your message was so informative. It was very transformative. There was a lot of ahas throughout your training about negotiation, how we carry ourselves and how we look at ourselves. Long story short, she goes on and she ends the message by saying, I recognize that you aren't being cocky or arrogant. You walked in the room with confidence and your confidence was something that I saw. And when I saw that, it really turned me off because I wish I had that level of confidence. And she said, I've been practicing some of the things that you taught us in that session. And she was like, I can tell that I walk a little bit differently now. So I'm sorry for judging you and thank you for what you do. So you can imagine, I'm summarizing y'all, it was a long message. You can imagine um, the emotions that I felt 
as I read that. None of us like to be judged, right? None of us like to be judged. But if we're honest, we all judge people, whether it's, you know, their attire, what they say, what they do, who they hang out with, the list can go on. So here's the lessons that I learned from this. One, you cannot get bothered by other people's perception because you don't know what they have going on. I could have let this derail me. I could have really let it take me out, really let it put a block on what I do. And then the second thing I thought of was this isn't the first time that I've been told that I walk in a room and I walk in like I own the place. And so I've really been thinking about how do I walk in rooms? And one thing that I tell my clients to do that I do is whenever I have a meeting, a presentation, anything, I do all. And when I say all, I mean all of the things that puts me in a great headspace. That means the night before when I'm taking my bath or my shower, I light my favorite candles. I get out the bath salts. I eat my favorite foods. I'll have a great snack. I make sure that I hydrate drink a lot of water and I wear my favorite perfume I put on my favorite pair of pumps which is why you all see me in those nude shoes a lot so when I walk into a room yes I am confident because I'm walking in feeling like the highest and grandest version of myself and I do feel that it's a responsibility when I show up to teach a workshop whether it's a private workshop or a public workshop that I am my best and that I come and I share the knowledge that I have gained in relation to negotiation leadership executive presence so on and so forth the next lesson that I learned is that my work is important and some people may be turned off by it but to hear her at the end of her message say that She's now moving differently in this world. She can even tell she's walking a little bit differently. That's why I do this. Uh, Not specifically so that people can physically walk differently, but so that no woman leaves money on the table. That's my life's mission, to eliminate the gender wage gap. And I do that in two ways. One, I teach women how to negotiate. And two, my company Zero Gap, we are committed to providing women leaders with the tools and trainings that they need so that they can thrive, not survive, thrive in male-dominated industries. So my other note that I have here is I want to encourage you to not listen to the noise. When you know that you have a purpose and a plan, that you are adding value, that you are doing your life's work, that you are following the mission for your life, do it. Don't let people tell you you can't do it. Don't let people talk you out of it. Don't let people say, oh, you're going to do that. That's weird. You're going to do that. That's weird. Take that and use it as fuel, like putting gas in your tank, like plugging your phone up in a charger and getting some juice. Use that to power you to keep it moving instead of letting it drain you. Now, I my initial feelings was all the things, y'all. Like, I could almost throw up feeling so sick. But I want to encourage you to, one, support people who add value to your, to your life. Tell them if they're doing something of significance and support them and to try to watch your judgment because after I read that woman's message this is my final note here it made me check my own bias 
it made me check my own self if I looked at someone and I made a snap judgment because I didn't like that she put judgment on me. And I recognize as I took time to reflect, I do that to other people and I sure as heck don't like it. So it made me check my own bias and I encourage you to check your own and not make snap judgments about people to truly get to know them. So that's it for this episode of Power Banking. There's a couple of leadership gems in that that I hope you can take away. Until next time, continue to emulate excellence and eliminate excuses.